Welcome to The Read Along, a mini book club for your ears, a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm your host, Scott. I'm your other host, Anita. And join us on a journey through a good book, one, one chapter, chapter at, at a time. I'm Elizabeth Honkink. I'm Andrew Paul. And we're the hosts of the Well Endowed Podcast. The Well Endowed Podcast is produced by Edmonton Community Foundation, or ECF as we call it. ECF provides grants to charities through the endowment funds we create and manage with our donors. Hence the title of our show, The Well Endowed Podcast. Every month, we bring you a collection of stories and interviews with fascinating guests who are working to make Edmonton a strong, vibrant city to live in. Through these stories, we look at the space where endowments intersect with your communities. So if you're interested in the people and issues impacting your community, check out thewellendowedpodcast.com. As is the way that this book has been going so far. Uh, we get a couple like short chapters and then we get a super long chapter that probably could have been three chapters. Possibly, yes. That was certainly the case with this one. And so to truncate the episode a little bit, because uh, there's quite a lot to unpack here, uh, we're going to kind of not have as much preamble here. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about the book anyway. It's true. Sometimes we, we talk a little bit about ourselves. Yeah. And sometimes we talk about the weather, but the weather's been really nice, so there's and not much to talk about. Not much really going on with us at the moment, so. Unless you want to talk about the fact that I went back to work. You did. Your uh, mat leave has come to an end. Yes. So now I'm back at work in the basement of our house. <laughs> Scott and I are now cubicle mates. Because I, too, am uh, working from home at the moment. Yes, because we are still in the middle of a pandemic. So I've gone from working upstairs being a mom to working downstairs being an employee. <laughs> Indeed. But uh, that is basically the extent of the updates. In our yeah, the that's, it's not all that. Yeah. So uh, with that said, we'll uh, do a quick recap of chapter 23 of our novel, wherein uh, Tracker tells the Inquisitor he will tell him one more story, a final story. It involves him skulking through the Malangika, finding a witch who can lead him to a seller, who can lead him to a buyer, who turns out to be Nika, the new Ipindulu. Yes. And that is essentially where we smash cut to chapter yeah. 24 of Black Leopard, Red Wolf by Marlon James. So over the course of this chapter, we will in fact learn that this is the story of the second time Tracker hunted the boy. Yeah. Okay. So Tracker's one more story, which I'm putting in air quotes is in fact several stories all tied into one big story. I mean, so was the first story. I know. Just the first story was a little longer, clearly, because this story's pretty short. And Tracker obviously wants to kind of get to the point of it, so. He's so tired of talking now. In the story that he's telling the Inquisitor, uh, things start with a little back and forth with Nika. And Nika explains that when Impadulu dies, the last man he bit and infected with his like lightning will become the new Ipindulu. He also says he gave himself to the vampire in exchange for Nisaka, who the old Ipindulu was going to kill. And we'll get a little more texture on that as uh, the first part of this chapter goes. Yeah. Tracker's kind of amused by this because he's like, the Nika I know would have sacrificed Nisaka in a second to save his own skin. And Nika's like, um, I'm not the person you think I am, my dude. <laughs> and Tracker's like, 
Yeah, you are. Uh, Nika also keeps trying to tell Tracker through the, throughout this entire chapter that he's not the man he was either way. Like, since he's become a Pindulu, a lot of his memories from his time as Nika have started to fade. But he also remembers a lot of stuff really pointedly. And Tracker keeps catching him out being the old Nika. Right. And it's interesting because Tracker himself keeps trying to distinguish the two. He keeps trying to catch himself and call Nika Ipindulu and not Nika. Yeah. But at the same time, he keeps thinking of him as Nika. As, as Nika. the same old Nika, even though he's now a feathery vampire. Yeah. The old Nika who's not to be trusted or the new Ipindulu who's not to be trusted. Yeah. Either way. But it's it's an interesting identity thing here because we don't know if we can trust Nika in that he is not the old Nika, that he's still inside, even though he's now a vampire, or if he has changed and that is just kind of a foggy memory now. Because, again, he seems to know a lot more than he's implying he knows. He seems to be falling back into old habits that Tracker keeps catching him out on. Right, which is very old Nika. Yeah, and Tracker, again, keeps trying to be like, no, this is not Nika. This is a new creature. This is Ipindulu. I'm making a deal with Ipindulu. Spoiler alert. We'll get to that in a second. Yes. But at the same time, he keeps thinking of him as Nika. <laughs> so it's it's an interesting way that the story frames this new hybrid character. Right. Yeah. Is is he Ipindulu? Is he Nika? Is he both? Is he neither? Hard to say. All of the above. Nika kind of explains the whole story here, practically from jump. Basically, he says, the reason why we split off from the party at the beginning of the adventure, uh, the last adventure, was not because of you. I actually figured I could handle you. I, I was pretty confident I would smooth things over with you if we'd hung out. The problem was actually Bunshi and Sogolon. I did not like the water spirit, and I did not trust the witch, and I didn't want to be anywhere near them. So we decided to follow the lightning lady lead and see where that took us it took them basically right into the hands of the vampires which is what we assumed had happened yeah that was our guess yeah nika brash as ever kicks in the door to a group of four vampires who quickly overwhelm the two of them well i don't think he was expecting four vampires well three uh it's implied sam sam was not there at the time and certainly he would have made an impact had he been yes i think maybe they were expecting the one yeah. I think they were expecting Ipindulu. Like, and, lightning follows lightning, right? But instead, they also found the uh, the other two vampires. Yeah. So. Like that scene in Star Wars where Han Solo's chasing a stormtrooper and then turns and runs because he runs into all the stormtroopers. Yeah. Kind of like that. Expecting one vampire, turn and run because it's all the vampires. Nika's actually knocked out of the fight almost instantly, and Nisaka's the one who puts up a big fight. Mm -hmm. But when uh, Nika's able to kind of get back into things, he goes to stab Impidulu and notes that it's the boy who actually warns Impidulu that he's coming, which struck him as weird. He was like, you'd think the boy would be happy to be rescued from vampires. And Tracker's like, this leads into future information. Yeah, like, Finish your story first. We've, we've talked about this, I yeah. think. The Lightning Bird and his accomplices overwhelm the two of them. And basically, in order to save Nasaka, Nika gives himself to Impidulu and becomes his latest Renfield in that moment. Yes. And it was graphic and hard to read and descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> he says that after the Lightning Bird's power overcame him, he has no clear memories until he became the new Impidulu in Congor. And unfortunately, as we suspected, his first victim was Nasaka. Yeah. He claims he doesn't remember it, though. 
right? That he blinded by vampire hunger. Yeah, kind of. Um, when he awoke, he'd realized what he'd done, and he was very upset. But it was too late because he'd eaten her heart. Yeah, and he he has lost the will to kill since, and and does not do it. And Tracker's like, yeah, you just get other people to do it. For yeah, you. like you're don't still think... you're still consuming hearts, dude. Yeah. So don't be all proud of that. Yeah, Nike is a little irked by this, but points out, okay, you would have already thrown that torch at me if you were here to kill me. So what's up, my dude? And Tracker's like, all right, you're right. I'm not here to kill you. I'm after Sasamasam, and you're my ticket to trying to find him. Tracker says, basically, in a nutshell, uh, some time ago, Sasamba Sam showed back up and stole the boy back, quote unquote. Certainly, that's the way Lassa Solo has been framing it. But Tracker, he suspects the boy wasn't really stolen by Sasamba Sam. That he ran away. With Sasamba Sam. Yeah. And he's also pretty confident that Nika's story has basically confirmed that. The boy was thick as thieves with the vampires because... He was raised by them? Well, and the vampire blood was basically his opium. He's he's addicted to drinking vampire blood. He is a he is a, a willing and eager Renfield. Yes. Just not one powered by lightning magic. Yeah, it's kind of like being a thrall, I think. Basically. And Nika actually concurs with this. He's like, that makes sense. Because Ipindulu's victims, like, thirst for his power after that. Oh, yes. They which, crave it. Which we will see in an almost comic scene a little later. Yeah, he says, some of his original victims started seeking me out. This is the reason I'm hiding in Malangika. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they, they can't, can't find, find me here. here. Yeah. So Tracker's like, all right, well, I'm hunting Sasamba Sam and it's personal. The boy is with Sasamba Sam. If I take you out of the Malangika, the boy will seek you out. Sasamba Sam will come with him. Ergo, I need you to come with me to yeah. find the boy. You're my bait. Come on. Nika is at the very least curious and amused by this enough that he agrees to it. Like, we don't see him agree to it, but I mean, they're traveling together the next we cut to. Which kind of stunned me. Like, really? He's just agreeing to this? Why not? <laughs> okay. They stop long enough on their way out of Malangika for Tracker to get the baby back from where he'd stashed it. Yes. And take it to a known midwife. In a safer location. Yes. The whole way, Nika's chatting him up and is like, I was kind of expecting to see the old party here. Like, where's the giant? Where's the old witch? Like, they all seem to be missing. And Tracker's just not answering any of his questions. He's he's telling Nika even less than probably Nika needs to know. <laughs> Tracker's different. And laser focused. And Nika will talk about this later with another character we haven't gotten to. Oh, yes. It'll, it'll all be discussed later, but even... I noticed at this point in the story, I'm like, Tracker's different. On the one hand, yes. And Nika even points it out. Like, you're not you're not the Red Wolf anymore. You're something much darker. But at the same time, and I, I was going to put a pin in this, but I'll, I'll mention it right now. As much as Tracker is telling himself that he doesn't care and he just wants to, like, burn down the world, and as much as he's laser focused on his revenge, he still took time to save that baby and make sure that baby was safe. I think that old Tracker is still in there. More than current trackers willing to admit. Still got a soft spot for kids. If he truly did not care about the world, if he truly was singularly focused on his revenge, he wouldn't have cared about that baby. That's true. That's true. There's still good in him. Indeed. Okay. He's, he's not lost. Nike also asks about Leopard specifically. He's like, I'm surprised you're not traveling with the old cat. And Tracker's like, I'm not Leopard's keeper. And if I see Leopard again, I'm going to kill that guy. Oh, he practically winces yep. at the mention of Leopard. Uh, this is what actually leads to the whole I'm going to burn the world down thing. Because Nika's like, you're willing to kill Leopard or are you just going to kill everyone? And Tracker's like, yeah, basically. Yeah. So don't test me. Nika also asks Tracker, why do you exactly need me as bait? Why can't you just sniff out the boy? And Tracker thinks back to the boy's on-again, off-again scent. Right. 
and still does not elaborate on it in this chapter. No, like you and I attributed it to the party using the 19 doors. But it's maybe not the case. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, the whole mention of it here made me think that that it, maybe we were maybe we were wrong. Yeah, it's like it's tied to Sasamasam somehow. Maybe. That's the implication I got, but there's no real explanation for mm. it here. Tracker clearly has an idea what's going on, but he's not willing to tell Nika and he's not elaborating to us at this time. I hope we find out. What he does say is that Sasambasam blames him for killing Asambasam. Which is kind of right. Not knowing that Leopard actually killed Asambasam. Well, but Tracker was there and he was part of it. Well, and Nika rightly points out, if I'm not mistaken, that Leopard killed that vampire to save your life. And <laughs> Tracker's not willing to agree with him in this moment. He's holding his grudge real tight. Oh, yeah. They head into a place called the Blood Swamp. Uh, which is a terrible land, just rife with monsters. And because they are the two biggest monsters walking through the area at the moment, nothing accosts yeah, them. It's fine. Yeah. And they eventually pass through a battlefield and come across the AC. Yeah. So AC's not dead. And not there to stop them. He's part of the terrible trio. Right? Yeah. Tracker is teaming up with all his worst enemies here. So things have taken a turn. Yeah. And I, we still don't know what went down. Uh, we have a, I think we have a pretty good idea now. We're, I have a guess, right? We we'll a, get to that. We have a guess. We'll get to that. We don't have any details. I'm sure they're coming. Yeah, we'll we'll get the story at some point. But we can already read between the lines. Yeah. And, and we'll touch on this at the end, I think. Also, Nika has become the comic relief. I mean, Nika, the implication is, was always the comic relief. Uh, earlier on in the book, Tracker describes him as being like the charming con artist. And again, this is just another example of the current Ipindulu still being the old Nika, probably more than he doth admit. Yes, okay. Tracker and uh, his two allies. I would say you don't want to call them friends. Party members? Kind of uh, stop to uh, to rest up a little bit here, have some food. And Tracker even takes a moment to have like the slightest bit of introspection here and is like, what happened to the Tracker who would have killed these two on sight? Why are, why are these two still alive in my presence? And AC actually wonders aloud, so we're hunting for Sam Sam and the boy through an active war zone. Are all of your plans this crazy? And Tracker's like, no, <laughs> because this isn't even a plan. We have no plan. We have no plan. We're just going. We're There's just no going. plan. Also, to answer the question, yes. <laughs> yes, his plans are all this crazy. Tend to be. I've read the rest of this book. Nike is curious about how this arrangement came to be. And AC fills him in with the bare details here and is like, so at some point in the last little while, Tracker contacted AC from the um, Mweru through the dream jungle, as he calls it, the where he'd been spying on Tracker and Sadogo mm -hmm. previously in the book. Right. And was like, I got a deal for you. You get me out of the Mweru. You help me find Sasama Sam and the boy. The boy is yours. I get the vampire. You help me kill it. And AC was like, Sure, sounds like a deal. <laughs> yeah. So I want to know what Tracker knows from being in the Mweru. Something... Well, he, he knows that he needed a powerful necromancer to get him out. Well, and something went down, right? Again, we can read between the lines. Tracker has no time for reverie here. He's all business. He's like, so there's been a recent sighting of Sasam Sam nearby. And AC is like, yeah, and time is a little of the essence because we're not the only people on the trail of... To Sam Sam and the boy. And Tracker's like, cool, then let's go. And AC literally shuts him down. <laughs> right? 
Has to. Um, Tracker comes to a little while later. The necromancer and the vampire have moved him during his unconsciousness <laughs> because they still needed to actually travel. They couldn't just wait all night. But AC's like, no offense, but I needed to put you to sleep because you were running on fumes, guy. You're burning yourself out. You needed that rest. And Tracker doesn't admit it, but he feels it. He's like, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, fair enough. Grumble, 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 fine. He's also a little mildly concerned that the AC was able to magic him at all. And AC explains, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but the Sangoma's protection of you, it's fading. It's fading fast. Which makes me wonder if it's like a time lapse thing or if the wolf is coming and like Tracker knows he's at his end. Tracker might be towards his end, and I suspect the wolf is coming because this part is called Death Wolf. Right? Um, well, and there's I, that. And I don't think it's just because Tracker's on the warpath right now. It's also possible that it's because his motivations have changed. Who knows? Mm, maybe. I don't know what the deal is with the Sangoma. Nope. All we know is that her power is fading, and the protections she's been offering him up until this point are starting to wear off. Mm -hmm. Enough that at one point later in the chapter, he is definitely concerned about metal weapons pointed in his direction. Right? Not sure that they'll be able to harm him, but unsure enough <laughs> that he's very concerned. <laughs> that he's, yeah, got a little worry. Yeah. AC also says they are on a bit of a time budget here. Um, he says that he basically only has seven days to go on this hunt. And after that, he needs to get back to King Quash to, quote, save him from himself. <laughs> so there's something war happening. Oh, we know there's war happening. Well, no, sorry. There's something specific about the war happening in the next week. Or King Quash just can't be trusted to rule for longer than a week <laughs> because he's a real Before idiot. things go horribly askew. Yeah. They hit a place called the Bakanga Trail, uh, the belief being that so Samba Sam is taking the boy to a nearby uh, rainforest that they've, that's what they've heard. But he's going to take a trail so that he can hunt on the way. Yeah. He doesn't do like large settlements. No. Right? Usually. Yeah. He'll, the, the closest he'll do is like outside a small village kind of thing. They don't like cities. Yeah. Um, and unlike uh, a Samba Sam who lured in prey, so Samba Sam isn't likely to uh, try to lay a trap. He's going to go out hunting. Yes. So uh, a backwoods trail seems like the likely place that he would try to pick off stragglers. Right. On the road, Nika speaks to AC, tells him, you know, I've, I've seen, or rather I've heard of, Tracker being this driven only once before, because nothing lights a fire under Tracker, quite like the thirst for revenge. And AC wonders, oh, well, who is he seeking revenge against the first time? And Nika's like, it was me. <laughs> Um, and he then wonders aloud what Sasamba Sam did to inspire such a need for revenge in Tracker. And AC's unwilling to speak on Tracker's behalf here, because it's Tracker's story to tell, and Tracker's not willing to nope, tell Nike. he doesn't want to go there. But again, we can read between the lines. Yeah. They come to a village after a while, and uh, don't see any people around, but they're like, there's still people here, because they left all their cows in the middle of the town. Yeah, there's still evidence of people somewhere. They search around. Uh, and eventually Tracker is able to find some people. And after a little bit of negotiation that we're not here to harm you, people start like poking their heads out to uh, mm -hmm. see who's come by. There's a swift kick in the shins. Yeah, from an angry little girl. <laughs> Once they've kind of made peace with the villagers and shown that the three of them mean no harm, they're told that the villagers have been hiding out because something has been coming in the night to terrorize them for for weeks now mm -hmm. and it's a samba sam oh yeah the story sounds really familiar yeah every two days apparently so samba sam will swoop into the village and carry off a people or more 
Usually a people. Usually just one. He tried two small boys a Once. while back yeah. and, and couldn't couldn't contain both of them. Not just trying to grab two boys and having trouble with it, but also that irked off the villagers enough that they were willing to try to fight him off at yeah. that point. But for the most part, they've been hiding out and leaving their cows in the middle of the town, hoping that that'll sate him. And, and it has for the most part, but he's been getting more greedy the last little while. Mm-hmm. Knowing that he comes every two nights and that the last time he came was two nights ago, Tracker's like, cool, so we wait here and attack him. And AC and Nika are both like, this is not a great plan. (laughs) Tracker does not care for making plans right now. No. AC's like, what we should do is we should let Sasamba Sam take a villager. We follow him back to his lair and we ambush him there. And Tracker's like, no. If he gets away, he flies. We're on foot. He could fly somewhere that would take us two days to reach. Yeah, and then he he's on can, then he's on his way back. Basically, he can get away. Yeah. We have to kill it tonight. That is the deal. They're like, all right, I guess that's the plan then. I guess. Nobody really likes this plan. No. None of the villagers like this plan either because none of them are willing to help them fight. Though they are willing to supply them with weapons if they need. You go fight for us. So the trio hides nearby or tries to at the very least because Nika just will not shut up. <laughs> This is where Nika becomes the comic relief again. Because he's just blah, 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 blah. I get the feeling that Nika's just trying to get anything from Tracker here. Because Tracker's just unwilling to give anything. No, he's given nothing up. No emotions, no explanations, nothing. And I think Nika's just legit curious. Like, what is up? Mm-hmm. Like, what has turned you into this? What has driven you so far as to you being willing to make peace with me? To go after Sasamasan, who is not just your hated nemesis, but also now literally a monster. Like, well, was always <laughs> okay. Yeah, and fine. you're and you're willing to give up the boy you had previously been hunting without a second thought. Like, what has changed? You're not telling me. And I think that's kind of why he just he's incessant because mm-hmm. he's just trying to get Tracker to give up anything. <laughs> and then things go horribly wrong. Yeah, AC is like, do you guys hear that? And then they're promptly just overwhelmed by lightning red fields. All scrambling after. Oh, yeah. Like, I imagined a large, like, crowd of people finally found him. Yeah. Nika finally found him and just... Swarm him. Swarm him. And it's bad. They're desperate for the Ipindulu fix. Like, screaming fangirls. Like, nah! Nika tries to fight them off with very limited success because his powers are somewhat ineffectual against them. They're powered by his power. I'm not sure how that works. Or at least the previous Ipindulu's power. Well, his lightning attack doesn't phase them because they're full of magic lightning. Yeah, it's what they want. And at best, he can just kind of like bat them away. AC doesn't seem to be able to control them because they're already being mind controlled by the vampire. So Tracker and AC just kind of start like trying to hack them off. Yeah, it gets kind of gory. Yeah, they they manage to kill all the Renfields. Nika's injured. He was the focus of the attack. And AC is the first one to say aloud what, I mean, I was certainly thinking, which is something's real fishy about this. Mm -hmm. Something's up with this. And sure enough, Sasamba Sam used the cover of the lightning people to make his move. Yeah. And has already snatched someone and is flying away. And is flying away with a villager. Yeah. All three of them try to waylay him to no avail. He's not willing to give them the time of day. He just keeps on going. Yeah. He does lose his prey, though, because he drops the woman he was carrying away. Which unfortunately kills her anyway. But rather than engage or try to circle back and find more prey, he just beats feet. He's yeah, out of he there. just runs. Which just 
irks Tracker. Oh, Tracker is enraged. Oh, on such a deep level. He chases him right into a river. Like, he's he's willing to swim a raging river to oh, yeah. find him. What I, the note I wrote was that Tracker rage hunts him until he almost drowns himself. Does he almost drown himself, or does something almost drown him? Well, something almost drowns him. But he is not willing to give up or find a smarter way. Nika fishes him out of the river, and as soon as Tracker's on land again, he immediately sets off after Sasamus. Yeah, right? Like, gotta get this guy again. The other two are like, hey, wait up, and Tracker just takes off and basically runs right into the middle of a small army. Yeah. Well, and it, there's a line in there about uh, Nika yells something at him, but he can't hear it or doesn't listen. Yeah. Right? Because he's too far away, because he's laser-focused. And yeah, runs into a whole group of armed guards. Yeah. The group is led by a woman. And she demands his identity. So Tracker's just like, I'm the Tracker. And she's like, the Tracker of what? What's your actual name? He's like, just Tracker. (laughs) He quickly susses out who this group is. He's like, you must be Fasisi rebels because you're being led by a woman and you're in this location at this time. So you are clearly not loyal to King Quash. You're loyal to Lassus Solo. Yes. Which means that this is the other force out looking for the boy. Yes. Almost certainly. And they have an ace in the hole because right behind the woman is Leopard. Riding a horse. All dressed up in armor. Yeah. Which Tracker is just like, "Mm, no. He's almost amused by it. If he weren't so angry, he'd be laughing. Tracker also naturally puts his foot in his mouth here because he's being faced with any sort of authority. (laughs) This is very Tracker. Yeah, he he does (laughs) not make things easy on himself here. And not ever. Is in some very real danger. Leopard asks, where are you headed, buddy? And Tracker's like, you know very well where I'm headed. And Leopard's like, tell you what, this is your one chance. You should turn around and go home now. And Tracker's like, oh, go home? And where exactly would that be, cat? You tell me where I should go. There's a little bit of, like, resentful back and forth. And the woman's finally like, okay, I'm going to cut this lover's quarrel short (laughs) because I'm getting bored of it. We've got business to do. Uh, Tracker can go. And Leopard's like, no. Don't, don't Here's the go. deal. If Tracker's here, he knows where the boy is. We should take him with us. And the woman's like, yeah, okay, that seems reasonable. And send some men to do it, but they hesitate. Because AC and Nika show up. Yes. And they hesitate because AC can mind control people. Yes. And this army quickly is no longer a problem. Oh, goodness. If it hadn't been so violent, it would have been funny. Oh, yeah. Leopard immediately shouts that they need to kill AC now, but it's already too late. The horses all get instantly spooked and start, like, bucking riders. The army, like, falls into disarray and then starts drawing their weapons against one another. Oh, yeah, they're fighting each other. Uh, Leopard gets pulled off his horse by the woman leading them, and he has to knock her out. (laughs) Uh, And then he goes after AC, but gets trampled by a horse and knocked away. Nothing's touching the AC. Nika apologetically eats a few hearts here in the chaos. <laughs> yeah, but he still eats the hearts. Well, he's a hungry boy. Ugh. The woman is wounded, and at this juncture, she recognizes AC and calls him the wicked half of the Spider King. And I like AC's retort here, where he's like, Oh, you brave soul. You should know by now that both parts of the Spider King are wicked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're silly lady. And then he just puts her to sleep. Which is nice. He could have killed her. Yeah. And then he uh, he actually doesn't engage in a lot of lethal activity here. Like, he gets the army to incapacitate itself, and a few of them do die, and Nika kills a few of them. Well, yeah. But for the most part, he lets, I would say, probably a fair number of them live here, and doesn't 
press it. But they're also in a hurry. Yeah. And they've acquired some horses now. Yes. <laughs> he's he swiped them some horses. Yeah, he mind controls them so that they have no problem carrying a vampire on their back and a right? necromancer. It's not scary. Everything's fine. Uh, and they ride off after Sasambasam. Tracker actually uh, considers briefly here for a moment using one of the 19 doors. But is like, nah, the nearest one wouldn't take us where we need to go. Yeah. It'd be too far. He's also sussed out that uh, AC is unwilling to use the doors because the power of the doors weakens magic users when they pass through them. Which is interesting, I think. So does that mean that the vampires aren't magic? They're undead. Doesn't mean they're magic. Okay, that's They're unnatural. Fair. That's fair. Well, just the, the party of them traveling was using the doors. Yeah, so it's clearly fine for the vampires. And, I mean, we don't know that the vampires weren't weakened by using them. Oh, that's true, too. Because we never catch up with the vampires really that soon after having used one of them. Mm. But we know for a fact that Sogolon was weakened by using one of the doors once. Yeah, she didn't particularly want to go through. And now we know that that's also true for AC. Apparently, it's just not a great trip for magic users. They take their horses and they make a merry chase of Sasambasam, but there's someone making a merry chase after them. Because <laughs> uh, Leopard just can't seem to let this go. No. <laughs> he races after Tracker and catches up to him, actually, and knocks them both off their horses, and they have a little tumble. But when they get to their feet, Tracker's got the upper hand, and he's got Leopard at knife point. And there's a really tense moment where Leopard won't say anything, giving Tracker an excuse to kill him. And Tracker's hesitating to kill him. Well, he wants Leopard to say something to give him that excuse. And he doesn't Leopard's, want to just kill him. And Leopard's not saying anything. Nika's kind of in the devil on his shoulder here going, just kill him. Just kill him already. Right? Though, just be done with it. Though, Nika does say, it won't give you any satisfaction, but you might as well just kill him. I. It was a very tense thing to read. Yeah. But the point is moot, because then AC's magic swallows him up. Yes. So the ground opens up and swallows Leopard down. And... Uh, and then the chapter just stops. Yep, that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> so now I'm like, is he dead? Is What happened? Was he transported? What? Oh, no. I, we'll have to wait and see, obviously. Yes. But either way, Leopard has been removed from the board. The next chapter had better start with an explanation of what's going on. Yeah. Or I'm going to be upset. So I've been saying a couple times we can kind of read between the lines here, and I think we know what happened. Something horrible happened to Tracker's family. Sasambasam happened to Tracker's family. Sasambasam showed up to get revenge for Asambasam, finally, mm -hmm. and for having had the boy taken from him the first time. Yeah. And for having been beaten up by the party the first time. Yeah. So he showed up. He tracked down Tracker. Probably took a lot longer than he would have liked. And killed his family. That's my guess. And that's why the only thing Tracker has left is finding and killing Sasambasam. Mm-hmm. Probably. To the point where he's willing to make peace with AC and Nika in order to do it. Because everything else doesn't matter. No. We're probably going to get the story of what happened. I'm At not going to want to read it. At some point we are, for sure. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt me in my feels to read about whatever horrible thing happened. However, however, Sasamba Sam hurt Tracker's family. I feel like this is a super anticlimactic way for Leopard to leave the story. So I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's dead either. I uh, think it's too simple. We could be terribly wrong. We could be. And he might have just been snuffed out instantly by AC. But I feel like in the in the book titled Black Leopard, Red Wolf, that's a pretty quick and anticlimactic way for Leopard to leave the, the story. Yes. My guess is that before the end of next chapter, 
Leopard will be joining the party. You think? That he'll be he'll be the fourth member of this little suicide squad that's out on this mission <laughs> to kill Sasamba Sam. That would make sense. My and this is pure speculation. My feeling is Leopard doesn't know the whole story. Tracker will finally fill him in, giving us secondhand the yes. story of what happened. And Leopard will be like, all right, let's go kill that guy. There's a piece missing somewhere. Do you remember the end of the Griots song? That the leopard showed up and then... That the leopard showed up? Yeah. My feeling There's is... something in there. Leopard led Sasamba Sam to them. Not knowingly. Because... Uh, he would never have done it knowingly. No. Because the uh, the thing is, there's a couple times in this chapter that Tracker kind of hints that leopard always seems to get off scot-free trouble never touches the leopard trouble just touches the people around the leopard so my feeling is samba sam couldn't find tracker but could find leopard and felt that leopard would lead him to tracker so and eventually he did and eventually he did okay. and so that's how samba sam found them is he he followed leopard there and leopard mm -hmm. is probably my guess is completely unaware of that fact because samba sam probably struck after leopard left oh probably and so that's why Tracker, I feel, kind of blames Leopard for this, or partly blames Leopard for this. Because he also is like, oh, none of this would have even started if Leopard hadn't killed Samba Sam. Uh, actually, my theory is that Leopard shows up, takes Tracker on a small adventure. Oh, and so Samba Sam shows up and kills the family while they're gone. And then while they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's almost certainly what so happened. So that when Tracker comes home, his family is dead, and he blames Leopard for talking him away from protecting his family yeah well and it would follow tracker's mo to assume that somebody betrayed him as well yes, yes um, it would. because remember he blamed nika for the hyenas getting him and we don't know that that's 100 percent the case we just know that that's what tracker thinks is, is yeah. the situation because nika never explains the situation from his point of view no we just have what tracker told us which is that he sold him out to the hyenas yeah so well because the hyenas claimed that they and bought and for him. some and for some reason he's decided he trusts them more than Nika. I guess. Which and again, Nika has persisted. I you have a very wrong impression of me, my friend. Yeah, but then Nika changed his skin and disappeared. So it doesn't look great for him. It's true. I don't it's know. True. We've got what two chapters left to sort it all out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you're probably right. Tracker uh, blames Leopard partly for the deaths of Mossy and the Mingi children at the hands of Sasamba Sam. And that's why he's angry with them. So again, my feeling is that they will probably make peace in the next chapter so that they can both go kill that vampire. And then we'll have our final showdown with Sasamba Sam. And then we'll find this out. This unkillable iron vampire <laughs> who just no one has been able to right? take down before. And, uh. Stop peeking ahead. I'm not, pe I'm just looking to see how many chapters are left. Maybe it's only 25. Maybe we have last chapter. We might only have one chapter left. Well, if that's the case, then we need to start looking for another book. It's true. So there will be a uh, Twitter poll out sometime in the next few days looking for maybe what genre we should look into next. That's a good idea. Yeah. That also means that we've got, if if we are indeed up on, onto the last chapter here, uh, that means that we will be going full book club the week after. Yep. With go, a, go buy yourself a bottle of wine. With a final analysis of Choose our some novel. snacks. Yeah. And uh, the revelation of our next one. Almost done. Black yeah. Leopard, Red Wolf. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing how this ends. Indeed. Because I also want to know what happens with Tracker and the Inquisitor. Again, I'm beginning to suspect Tracker is not long for the world at this no. juncture. No. No. Me neither. But maybe. Maybe. 
I don't know. We'll see. Wait and see. We'll see how it ends. All right. Uh, Well, with that said, you'll want to read up on chapter 25 in time for next week. And in the meantime, there are plenty of wonderful podcasts here on the Alberta Podcast Network that are worth your time. Here is one of them. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Brienne. And together we make Emily Missed Out, a podcast where Emily and I dig into the long list of films that Emily hasn't seen. It's a very long list. Totally long list. And help her catch up on all of the pop culturally relevant lines, characters, scenes, and tropes that she may have missed out on. We're also a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. You can find us online at albertapodcastnetwork.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Join us for my pop culture education. Yeah. Uh, you can check out that podcast and, of course, many, many more right now at albertapodcastnetwork.com. So many podcasts. It's true. Lots there to choose from. Mm-hmm. Plenty of interesting topics uh, brought to you by a variety of incredibly talented hosts. Absolutely. Yeah. If you do find another podcast that you want to check out, probably find it on your podcatcher of choice while you're there. Uh, it would benefit us greatly for you to give us a little rating and a review. We'd certainly appreciate it. We sure would. Uh, if you want to reach us on social media, we have your standard fare, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Goodreads. We are at the read along on most of those. Yeah, you can also reach out to us via email. We are thereadalong at gmail.com. And with that said, as always, we love you very much, and we will see you next time. Leopard Underground. Thank you for joining us on The Read Along with your hosts, Anita and Scott Bourgeois, a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. All Read Along music is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Cover art is by Aaron Beaver. Be sure to join us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Read Along, and check out our group on Goodreads.com. <laughs>